last episode we met we managed to sneak into the facility everybody else other than Jay Lily uh, went through a mirror uh, you're uh, forgetting the part with the smoke dog. Oh, right. So, smoke bomb dog happens. <laughs> and then we went through a mirror. a tactical genius. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then on the outside of the facility, we've got, uh, what was it? Tranquilized Anais in police mm-hmm. custody. Uh, police and, or, sorry, Blue Coat and Salamander, police and fire department, uh, presence coming to the building. Um, there will probably be some more people coming in from outside as we go today. And then on the inside, what what is it we just did? We just met a ghost named, what was it, Gael Srivan. Uh, yes. Oh yeah, he was adorable. I until until he screamed into our souls. Yeah, who, who's, whose shriek just froze you. Um, and there was oh, one wait, other thing that Oh wait, was he happened. also the guy who tra- traumatized me? Yes, he was no. the guy that traumatized you as well. And I think we left off right when I received trauma from this ghost and basically was, like, out cold. Absolutely. Yeah, so we should pick a trauma for you. Jay Lily, when we left off with you, you were overlooking the group of law enforcement operatives that were surrounding and entering into the lab to investigate this smoke bomb, figure out what's going on there, make sure everyone is safe. Mm -hmm. I don't think they yet quite understand the nature of what happened, but I'm sure they'll figure it out shortly. They have tranquilized Anais, and Anais is now out on the curb, um, and you know, totally out cold with a handful of blue coats sort of standing around trying to figure out this Shunkawarakin thing. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing? I was heading down to see if I could assist Anais in any way. Um, okay. Yeah, I was heading down there to see if I could help him. And I'm about like two or three blocks away. <laughs> well, why don't we skip the bit of you walking there and just jump to the part where you arrive? Um, so I think that that's where things are going to start getting really interesting. So we might as well just jump right to it. You're, you are where when we, when we want to, uh, 
to sort of start this sequence? Where do you start your rescue plan from? I start mine from here. I think that's an alleyway. Yeah, sure. There's totally an alleyway right right there. It's kind of around the corner, but across the street from the research lab. So it's around the corner from the entrance, but across the street from the... Uh, or, no, wait, sorry. I guess that would be the entrance side. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's like across the street from the entrance to the lab. That makes sense. Okay. Um. So I want to... Um... I'd like to have a flashback. <laughs> All right, let's see this flashback. What are you doing? I'm going to give Anais something. Okay. Um, I'm going to give Anais a necklace. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a small. I think I, I think it was supposed to be like a not a spirit bane charm, but. It's a small necklace that has a vial attached to it. Um, and that vial, because I know Anais and how they up op- and how blue coats operate with wild animals, quote unquote, <laughs> um, that he would eventually be tranquilized by something. Mm-hmm. And this has a agent in it that would help neutralize a tranquilizer. Okay. So you you have... the, the What is the opposite of doping up a dog? You have given the dog, a, like, a <laughs> stimulant to get them out. You've basically given NIE's smelling salts, it sounds like. Yes. But, like, r- oh, but slow, slow-release smelling salts to get, help shake the funk of the sedative. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Am I to infer from this flashback that uh, that Anais is about to uh, get over the sedative? Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, I think that this is a two-stress flashback for getting the right timing of the sedative. Um, that sounds right. Okay, cool. Sounds good to me. So, yeah. The, uh, the collection of blue coats that is hanging out outside of this building are not paying particular attention to the doped-up dog. So I'm imagining that they're quite surprised when Anais does what whatever it is Anais is about to do. What's Anais about to do? He's about to hear me blow on my whistle to come mm-hmm. to that to come run down that alley, and I we're going to take off. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're going to you're you're getting out of here with Anais. Yeah. Sounds good. Either that, um, or I'm just gonna. Yeah, actually, that's what my plan is. I'm gonna. Okay, leave sounds good. The, um. Yeah. So. This does sound like it could be a role, but I, th- I think maybe the next thing that's about to happen is the thing that actually triggers the role, which mm-hmm. is, you know, Anais sprints off. Uh, one of the blue coats, a goblin who's a little bit taller than the average goblin, but still relatively short-statured, like, mm-hmm. sees this happening, lunges for the, like, lunges to just try to grab a handful of fur and can't get a grip. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anais, I think, probably even kicks this goblin back mm-hmm. and escapes down the alley. The goblin, you hear, uh, shouts, the dog's getting the way. After it! And uh, you can hear the footsteps coming your way. What do you do? Okay, so I said I was right here-ish. And can you describe where you are out loud for the listeners at home? Uh, so I am less than a block up uh, from where the entrance to the uh, laboratory building is. Mm-hmm. In a small alleyway that's 
almost at a cross section of roads. Okay, cool. So uh, we're going to uh, cut up the nearest alley, which is up here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're going to cut up sort of a, a longer alley um, off of the alley where you already are. Sounds good? Yes. Okay. Well, this sounds like it's going to have to be a roll in order to actually get away. All right. So, And let's see. That would be a... I'm thinking a prowl because I'm running. All right. Jay Lily and prowls. Uh, a match made in heaven. Um, yep. All right. <laughs> well, that sounds reasonable. I'm willing to offer a devil's bargain if you would like it. And what is the devil's bargain? The devil's bargain is that independently of whether or not uh, you successfully escape, more bluecoats will come to the scene because this is uh, escalated from their perspective. Mm. I don't think I'm going to take that. All right. Then unless you push yourself, this is going to be a one die prowl with, I would say, you know, I would say it's a risky prowl with uh, standard effect. Risky. Push it, baby. Ooh, if I push it, I'm like one stress away from a trauma. <laughs> Join me. <laughs> uh, I'm we can be traumatized it. together. We were traumatized oh, together God. last time. We were concussion buddies. <laughs> yeah, we're harm buddies. Um, I'm going to leave it at a one die. All right, let's see a one die prowl, risky standard. Okay, well, we'll see how this works. It'll be the first one of the game. It's a two. <laughs> I am awful at this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. Um, so as you escape down the alley, um, this down this longer alley, the goblin rounds the corner behind you and shouts, It's her! After her! After the Chiguapa! Um, and I'm going to tick a... And the, the additional complication on this is I'm going to tick... Uh, a box of blue coat presents because now there's some following you and more are now coming back to the building to to you know uh to replace the ones who are now trying to track you down okay great so what do you do uh now that you're d- being definitely specifically followed and have been identified uh i'm being specifically followed and identified um would i be able to call on my background as a chiguapa at all? Uh, tell me how you'd like to. Chiguapas typically can't be hunted unless you have a a black and a white dog with an extra <laughs> with an extra toe. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I like of this. a full moon. <laughs> so here's what that is. I think that's another role. Now that okay. you're, but I but I I will give you I will boost your effect because of your background. Okay. Um, so tell me what you'd like to roll in order to in order to finalize your escape. Um. Let's see. Can I hunt? Gather information hunting? about can I gather I'm um, hunt uh gather information about a location in movement. That feels a little uh, dubious because I don't really see how mm, that how that that's hides. True. You. Mm. Um mm. it's kind of like a counter hunt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like a counter hunt. <laughs> it's true. If only there were a way the to roll things become the hunted. Um but you know, it could just be a prowl again. I mean, run is a thing, but I just don't want everything you do to ever, ever in this game to be prowl. I'm actually stuck between survey and prowl. Okay, how would survey work? Uh, survey location or situation. Understand what's going on. Sense trouble before it happens. Gather information about opportunities or exploits. 
Okay. Can I can I pitch something which might be a bit off base? I'm ready. But mm-hmm. can be said out loud. You know, well, because of the way, like, you, you said, like, you literally said, like, can I call on my background, like, as a Chiguapa? Mm-hmm. So, like, if that's, like, a thing that you're, like, consciously doing, is that sort of, like, an attune? Like, is it, like... Hey, that's a you, really like, good point. It is a magical ability like, that, that a Chiguapa can't really be tracked by... Yeah. I mean, it sounds like oh, it could no. be an attune. I really like that. I kind of like that too. Okay. I know that's a worse stat, so I'm sorry for doing this to you. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would say that all this fits together to be a desperate attune with great effect. That makes sense. Like, that makes the most sense to me. I'm okay. so sorry. It's, it's going to okay. be okay. Is this going to be a zero dice for you, though? It starts yeah, at zero. This might be a, zero. a reasonable place to push yourself, all things considered. Yeah, I'm going to push myself on this one. So you said desperate. Uh, I'm just. Oh, yep, I, wish there was a way, I wish there was Joy a way I could assist me. you. <laughs> so I push myself and I get an extra dice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's so one that, die. One. Boop. Okay. Uh, okay, here we go. All right. You take that two stress? Yep. Got well, a six. Well, good, because that's a six. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lovely. <laughs> Lovely work. Okay. Well, a six with great effect. So that goblin who's tracking you, um, you know, continues running, and I think you you probably see him just completely veer off course as he follows you. You know, he he's he sees your footsteps and he gets confused and he like stops and tries to pick which direction he's going, mm-hmm. and then he like just runs completely the wrong direction with those other two cops who I think are a couple of dwarves, um, you know, following behind closely. So this goblin and two dwarves have just completely lost track of where you are because you've managed to magically fool them with your background. Yay! <laughs> I'm into it. Now, that having been said, they did they did identify you as a Chiguapa, which means they probably know that in order to track you properly, they'll need to, they'll need to bring in some specialized hunters. So mm-hmm. I'm going to make a little note of that. Okay. Um, in one of my other clocks. <laughs> okay. Oh, so, and I got a mark <clears throat> resolve, too. Uh, yes, because you rolled desperate. Nice. Is the only Good time stuff. when you mark the stats when you roll desperate? Correct. Okay. Or when you can train in downtime. Oh, also that. Oh, yes. okay, okay, okay. But yeah, in general play, when you, you mark when you roll desperate, not when you fail. Um, unlike in, say, Dungeon World, which is more about mm-hmm. the embracing failure. So anyway, um, <laughs> let's jump back inside to our good friends. Uh, let's see. Grendel Gates, have you picked a trauma yet? Um, there's so many good ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, don't worry, but you can get more. I yeah, <laughs> well, you can I'm kind of them all. I'm it's kind of that... leaning towards either haunted mm-hmm. or um, unstable. Ooh. Well, I know the the thing that like traumatized you was trying to resist this uh, ghost screeching. Yeah. At you. So haunted, <laughs> haunted makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. there. Yeah, and you've been playing. Um, that and I, do, I have already. been through a lot of past horrors, and we did kind of set up um, Grendel as as uh, someone who's sort of weighed down by his past uh, transgressions. And yeah, some in of the his past mistakes. 
in the in the last heist, like there was a lot of Grendel. Like, like Grendel literally said, "Like, oh, I swore I'd never do this again." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, haunted is the right one. That, that yeah, and maybe maybe we could it. bring back some scenes of of uh, Grendel. What Grendel did on this this really horrible rage drug that he's, All right. that he's addicted to. Or, Let's or take some trauma to. then. All right. So cool. you hear the shriek of the ghost, and it hits you in the ear, just like a like a train. This, ooh, like a train. This force of of magical fervor just takes a hold of you, and you you're you're stuck. You're frozen for just a second. As you know, you hear that same shriek in so many other places. People dying in tremendous violence violence that you and your allies in the in the east street dragons were were wreaking and i think you lose track of where you are as you relive this this horror in your past now second sakar and matthias morning did you mm-hmm. did you all, all did all three of you pick Double consonant names, alliterative names. I'm just noticing this now. We've got Grendel Gates, Second Sakara, Matthias Morning, and then we've got Celia of the Marsh Lake Pond. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, what literally happened was Tom picked Grendel Gates, and then I went, oh, alliteration, why aren't I doing that? <laughs> yeah, all of my characters have alliteration in the name. We yeah, wanted to be a special it's the way to make them pop. <laughs> I already had Matthias and I was just looking for that last name and then obviously a devil it seemed appropriate I can't not think of Redwall whenever I hear Matthias mm-hmm. <laughs> alright cool so uh, what are the other two of you the other two of you you both either resisted or took the trauma right we, uh, not, we did not take trauma you take or not, sorry, not the trauma the harm the harm the harm yeah. the harm the harm the, the level one harm frozen I took yeah, yeah. Okay. I resisted. Cool, and you resisted successfully already. Great. Yes. All right. So, Shake, you you tense up as you hear the shriek. Um, it doesn't affect you quite as badly as it affects Grendel, but I don't think you have quite noticed yet that your ally mm-hmm. has more or less keeled over. Um, now, Talon, you probably did. So, mm-hmm. uh, what do you do as you shrug off the the horrors that this shriek carries as the ghost uh, finishes his yell? And steps away from the boiler. I, I want to rush over to Guile and try to like get his attention, like cr- grab him by the shoulder. He's a ghost. I don't know if that works or not, but All right. maybe. So, so you like kind of flail your arm, your your wing through his uh, through his ghostness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A current of air kind of tugs away at the um, at the at the ectoplasm, um, and he like physically like strains to reform it as he turns on you and says i i would really appreciate that you not make any sudden movements or shift the air too much thank you fine fine th- this isn't about the air i'm not worried about the air in here right I now what did you just do why did you do it oh oh um well, I uh, well the the alarm clock rings, and when the alarm clock rings, I shriek, I shriek into the machine. But what is that? Do you like shrieking into the machine? Well, I'm, is that what's going on? I'm a shrieker. I have to shriek. This happens to just be a a potent use of my talent for the betterment what? of science. But 
what happens when you shriek in there? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, well, well I, I'm sure I'm sure he can tell you. Uh, and he points to, to Grendel, who's keeled over on the floor still. It's a, it's a chilling effect, I've, I've been told. Um, it has a sort of uh, a, a, a magical uh, property, very, yeah. very much like the oncoming frost. Um, it's very unpleasant. Oh, yes, yes. Could I is. ask you not to do that again while we're in here? Well, you have, uh, and he looks at the clock, six and a half minutes. <laughs> and Okay, I think we can work with six I, and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. I, I'm... Gripping tightly to my cane, like I'm leaning on my cane, mm-hmm. and I walk over very stiffly and slowly, so that I'm very close to the ghost, mm-hmm. and just and just say, "Wait, oh shit! What was his name again? Line, uh, line, Guile, 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 Spivan. <laughs> Guile, I told you I'm here on watch business. Could you please?" As a matter of the law, cease the shrieking while we're investigating. I... I am confused by your request. For what I do is for the watch. This is for you. You you must understand, I am not... I am not beholden to your jurisdiction, I am beholden to the spirit wardens. The spe- are they here? Okay, so, g- so uh, uh, the spirit wardens. For those of you listening at home and who haven't, and also those of us in the room, um, the spirit wardens are the Ghostbusters of Crescent City. Effectively, they're, uh-huh. they're ghost cops um, or anti-ghost cops, more accurately. Um, Bit of both. Yeah, they police ghosts. They're mm-hmm. not ghosts who are cops. Got it. They're, yeah, it's probably they're, both. They probably are ghosts. Um, <gasps> Yeah, we've Jerks. established in some outside of play stuff that there is at minimum one gargoyle on the force. Um, I don't remember the name of that gargoyle, but it was great. Oh, neither do I, but it was good. Yeah, we'll come uh, back to it. So, Guile, you let me get this straight. You shriek when the alarm goes off? Well, the alarm goes off when it is time to shriek, yes. The timing is precise, you see. Okay. Uh huh. Is there is there an alarm? Clock? Is the alarm visible in the room, or is it? Yeah, like... there's an there's like an old timey wind up alarm clock, which is self winding and is ticking down. You can see that there are about uh, five minutes left on it now. There's also a clock on the faction sheet called the next shriek. Oh shit! Case, that <laughs> can, can I we... just can I just go over and just fiddle with the clock so mm. that it stops ticking for a bit? That sounds like it could be a roll. <laughs> I wish I could do this to you. <laughs> just, just stop your clocks. Um, okay, so I'm, I imagine that's a tinker then. Like that's uh, it is up to you, but it sounds like a tinker mechanisms. To me. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. Would Risk, you like a devil's bar? Risky standard. I would. Oh yes. Also, sorry. Oh, it well. is. Uh, it is certainly risky, and I would say that it is limited. Um. The you will be able to stop the clock from ticking, I'm sure, but you will probably not be able to stop the ghost from shrieking. Um, mm, but it's only it's only the well, okay. If the role is to stop the ghost from shrieking, then I'm mm-hmm. not rolling tinker. I'm rolling sway. 
Um, and and because okay. I'm using the, I'm essentially using the clock as the prop to be mm-hmm. like, this indicates the correct time. I am currently telling you, it, the correct time is not going to come while we're in this room. <laughs> Here <laughs> right, you that, go. That sounds it's like a, a very good... clear visual indication. Cool. So that's the sway. I would say that is a. There's a part of me that wants to make that a desperate standard sway because <laughs> convincing, or it's either going to be desperate standard or risky limited. I think. Um, I'll go desperate standard. I haven't had a desperate role. <laughs> sounds good. Um, yeah, I think desperate standard works here. The reason why it's desperate is because this ghost is going to shriek and knows that the timing is precise. And for reasons that I don't think you've quite explored yet, must shriek on schedule. Um, <laughs> okay. So. And um, devil's bargain? Yes, the devil's bargain is that uh, regardless of what... Uh, Regardless of whether or not you're able to convince him that he stops shrieking, uh, or to stop shrieking, the next time he shrieks, it will be, or rather, not the next time he shrieks, but when it comes due for another shriek, uh, the results will be worse. (sighs) No, I'm not taking that. Okay, that seems reasonable. Okay, well then let's let us oh. see our desperate standard. <laughs> With a two, two and, a, and one. a one, you do not succeed. <sighs> what happens on a desperate? Okay. Um I forgot do here. I mark if I fail? Yeah, you still mark. Hey. It's it's if you roll in the first place. Um yeah. I hope. Just clarify, yeah. Yeah. I've never been desperate before. <laughs> Are you sure? Um, <laughs> here is your serious complication. Gail Srivan looks at you, Shake. And he uh, he, th- he has a sort of a moment of realization. You clearly are misinformed about the work we're doing here. And as he's saying this, he's swelling up and gathering more electro or not electroplasm, regular ectoplasm uh, into his into himself as he as he recoils back from you. You. You are not wanted here. And he shrieks again directly at you. Um, (sighs) And that's going to be the level three harm uh, petrified. Oh, fuck. I would like to resist this, please. I think that that is reasonable. I would say that this is a resolve resist. Yeah, makes sense. Mm Um, I'm so scared. <laughs> I'm not going to. There's no bonus die here, is nope, there? No, nope, there's nothing. No. Even okay. if there were bonus die available, you wouldn't get them. Four. That's Four ain't not bad. Bad. Take two stress. So only two, only two stress. Um, so does that reduce, or does that? Um. Or does that get rid of? What it's going to become is the. Uh, well, you're still you're still already kind of frozen. So what I'd like you yeah. to do is move that frozen up to a level two harm. Okay. In that still, you're, still the adjective frozen. Still the right? adjective frozen. Yes, but now it's a bigger okay. deal. Um, and it's directed directly at you. So you know, Talon and Grendel maybe don't get hit by it as hard. Um, but uh, yeah, so Talon, I would say you, you probably get the level zero harm frozen, which you don't ha- you don't even have to write down, but just keep it in mind that you you felt the chill of the ghost's mm-hmm. cry, and it is not pleasant. Um. So. 
With that in mind, Giles Srivan has just rejected outright the fact that you are here legitimately and just decided to expel you from the premises oh. manually. Can I also resist that? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying this is his, like, thought process right now. What do you do? <laughs> well, no, I was thinking, like, like I know... Oh, I really can you resi- chain was, another resist onto the resist you've already done? Can I, can I, re- can I, re- can I resist him thinking we're not supposed to be here? <laughs> like, uh. as a consequence? Can I also <laughs> resist that consequence? Because insight is resist consequences from deception or yeah, understanding. Okay. Yes, I think I'm. I'm happy to have you resist that consequence as well. That would be it, as you inferred an insight. How much stress do you have? The, this is a big. Actually, risk. no. Do you know what? Do you know what? Actually, I'm not going to resist that because then it kind of wouldn't make sense that he still attacked me, and I don't want to undo that. So, so let's just roll with it. Okay. I didn't resist it. It's up to you. Um, I mean, you, you could you could resist it, and then and then that would just mean he attacked you, and then he realizes he comes to his senses or something. And like then he that. feels really bad about it. Yeah, go on. Go All right, on. yeah, let's do it. No, let's, yeah. That's a resist roll for insight. <laughs> okay, I'm excited. Um, this is going to go badly for you. I can already feel it in my bones. <laughs> in my ghost Here's bones. the thing: does the does the cover identity get get me another die? No. Cause I'm no. Okay. That's, how you, that's how you got into this, but it's not. Uh, again, he yeah. doesn't care. He only cares okay, that you're from the watch fair. and that you're a customer. Six. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Yay! Hooray! <laughs> Good for you. Especially because the other die on there is a one, and you would have taken trauma if that were the only die. Um, yeah, that so, would have been fun. So I think mm. I just trauma like after tries. after he blasts me, mm-hmm. I just like. Once again, I'm leaning on my cane, mm-hmm. probably like putting enough weight on it that my hand is shaking a little bit. Oh, your hand's not and shaking. You're, saw... too, you're too. You you are too frozen. <laughs> Fair dues. And then so then I like sh- strain and like straighten myself up. Look at Guile straight in the eye. My eyes are wide. I am furious, and I say, "Guile, you have just attacked an inspector of the watch." <laughs> I... I am, I am, I am, I am tremendously sorry, but you are, you were not conducting yourself, the way you were acting, I, I'm, I found it so deeply suspicious, this is, this is highly irregular behavior. It is not your place to tell me what is suspicious, Guile. This is my laboratory, my... And I came here and told you I was on official business, and you attacked me and my friends unprovoked. I attacked you provoked, I, I would say, but that is not here nor there. I still would appreciate if you would straighten this out. I take out the spirit bane charm. I don't, I don't, I don't use it. I just Mm -hmm. take it out and hold it up. And I say, Guile, if you do not conduct yourself properly, you will be returned. (laughs) He makes like a a strangled noise as the, uh, (laughs) as his ectoplasm recedes. Um, And he he says, well, look, the, the time grows short. I must shriek again. I can feel it. And the timing now is more sensitive than, than ever. Guile, Guile, I need you to promise me something. Okay, Guile? I am I listening, you... but they promise from a ghost I is need... valueless. I need you to promise me that you will do exactly what I say and there'll be no more of this nonsense. The shriek grows close. Anyway, this sounds like a roll. What are you going to roll? 
Sorry? That, this sounds like a, it's probably a role, right? You're telling him to do something and hoping that he'll do it? I guess, yeah. I'm trying to, yeah. This is a command, it's isn't it? certainly oh, a command. Uh, if you, if you do something good. else, it could be something different, but... I, the way I'm doing this in fiction, this is a command. a command. Which sucks for you. <laughs> hey, Talon, can I get some backup? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> can you, like, look yeah. menacingly next to me or something? Yeah, all you have to do oh, is can I look menacingly? Stress, Maybe um. not, but, um... What I can do is I can You've pull also got out what I, I do, but I think... Uh, I think I want to pull out an arcane implement. I'm looking here at the list they have, and one of these is a spirit anchor. Mm. Holy shit! Okay, yeah, yeah. I think I definitely, so, get, I think I definitely get a, pl- a plus one from that. Um, well, no. So, also, so is this is this an assist? Yes. Okay. Yes, then I yeah, take a stress. Take out your uh, your spirit anchor, and let's. I will take out, and let's see a, a, a one die command. Unless you want to. Uh, I'm also taking two for another dice. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so what's the what's the position and, and effect? Uh, it is going to be a standard position, and with the introduction of a of a spirit anchor, I'm going to give it. Uh, uh, I'm going to say standard effect. So risky standard. Okay. Or mm, wait, actually, why don't we make that a controlled standard command? You're definitely the authority now because you resisted that earlier consequence. Okay. Cool. Yeah, controlled standard. It is. With three die, so... I feel like you're going to have oh, a pretty good No, it's chance. with two die, it's with two die. Because mm, okay. I was on zero. I yeah. forgot I was on zero. <laughs> well, two die is still good. Mm. Three? It's Come not on. enough. Get fucked! <laughs> oh. Oh. All right. Oh my god. You... <laughs> okay. Um... God. Guile says, like I said, the promise of a ghost is valueless. I, you, you can try, but this streak will come, and it will be much worse for you and your goals if I cannot shriek properly. You understand you- the mechanism, I assume. You understand the delicate nature of my work. Of of course, of course. But then why you... do you stop me from shrieking? Because it hurts. We're here Who right now. Be and... here. Why are you here? Here's. I told you we're on official business. Here's what, what we're gonna do. What? We're gonna t- we're gonna take we're gonna take a step out of the room. You can conduct the next shriek, and we can come in and safely continue this conversation. Thank you, and take okay. the lizard with you. Of course, of course. <laughs> I think <laughs> I go like to pick up Grendel, and then like I sort of like give Talon the eye, and then just sort of like. <laughs> gesture like with my head like sort of tilt my head at the uh <laughs> at the what where was the the stuff in the room that was <laughs> so there's you it's mean like the week. ring of salt and stuff or i don't know there was the wasn't there something in like the middle of the room am i making yeah there's up? a boiler like the... there's a big wrought there's... iron boiler with a with a pipe there's... into which he shrieked originally mm-hmm Mm, okay, never mind. Undo this. <laughs> I, I think I imagined something that isn't here. 
Never mind. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this, is what, this is what I have in my Sorry. notes. So, uh, if you're listening at yeah. home and you've just listened to the previous part of this arc and you're like, wait, what? A, how could they have forgotten that? It's because it's it's been a, a week and we didn't write it down. Sorry. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, the two of you, I imagine, kind of struggle to carry uh, Grendel out of the room. Um, yeah, he's a big lizard man. As you come to the threshold, you feel like a burst a of boy. cold air against your backs, shoving you through the door. The door slams behind you, and you hear it latch audibly. God, oh, fucking hell! And the uh, the ghost um, and Guile looks at you through a, a sort of plate glass window, and he mouths in very well. No, you know he doesn't mouth it. He like breathes into the uh, into the window the word apologies, um, so that it frosts on the back of the glass. Then he returns to the boiler, and you can see through the through the glass now that he's uh, he's shrieking into it. Then he goes back and he closes the shutter over the glass panel, uh, so there's a metal a metal board that now is uh, blocking your sight into the room. I, I bang on the door, Guile, Guile. I am open the door. The bridge of my nose. <laughs> you have to let us back in. God. <laughs> this fucking ghost. God, what a fucking ghost. I used ghost. to like ghosts. Yeah, so we're killing who, was it, who was it who wanted to see a ghost? That was me. Fuck I wanted you. to see the ghost. And me as oh. well. And you, Tom. We all wanted to see the I ghost. I didn't want to ever see yourself. no ghost. I ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> uh, are you sure? <laughs> Mr. Okay, Haunted a bit over there. Of, I'm a little bit, a little bit afraid of a ghost. <laughs> Kill this fucking ghost. Who are you gonna call? Luigi. All right. So Jay Lily. Oh goodness. Lonnie cuts Sorry. Up. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's dang. Um <laughs> Jay Lily. Yes. You have evaded capture by the cops. You're <laughs> out here. Here's the thing that you are now observing. The uh, the interest in the building has grown somewhat, and two non-law uh, enforcement uh, folks have arrived. The terrific Terabeta, who is, of course, responding to the, uh, you know, to a late-night alarm call, effectively. Uh, and, of course, her wife, Glory, who wouldn't stay behind uh, knowing or having at least a general suspicion that something might be up. Um... So the two of them have arrived at the scene. The terrific Terabeta looks like she's angrily interrogating some cops from inside. She's dispatching the salamanders away from the building, and she strides in through the front door. What do you do? Mm. Am I able to still use the communicator that we have? Um, or does that not work? How did we say the communicator worked? We're kind of in a mirror world. That's the thing. They don't exist in this plane anymore. That's probably not going to work, because I was going to warn them that, like, you know, uh, something bad's happened. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the best thing I can do is cause some sort of distraction. Oh, no! You're on your own! <laughs> that is one of many great things you could do. Uh, I could cause a distraction. Mm -hmm. Or... Yeah. Huh... So let me set up the situation right now. Uh, Terrific okay. Carabeta is and Glory are talking to cops out in front of the building. Um, 
Tarabeta clearly wants to go in. She's trying to get the cops out of here. She's already sent the firemen packing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got sort of a view of all this. I imagine at this point you've made it to another vantage point overlooking this building. Um, yes. Probably not as far away as your previous one. No. Um, um, so anyway, what do you do? Let's see. Huh. <laughs> Let me take a quick look at what I have. I think that would be a good thing to do. You certainly have some useful things. I do. Let me take a quick look at my inventory real fast. Uh-huh. To see if I can't use something. Uh, how am I going to pull this crazy thing off? Uh, <clears throat> I am going to, from my vantage point... <laughs> Um, hmm. so she already that's the wrong thing she already shoot away the fire department mm-hmm. and the blue coats are still there some of the blue coats are still there she's talking to a commanding officer the tone of the conversation is definitely a get your men out of here we'll handle this ourselves kind of conversation hmm Oh, is that better or worse? <laughs> That's the thing. I don't know if that is better or worse. <laughs> oh, if only I didn't have to do that spy class. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, what I am going to do is cause a bit of a ruckus. Um, let me look real quick as to where I am. You're... On top of a building mm. across from the lab, but I don't want to focus too much on which building. Okay. This is hard because I don't know exactly what to do. The only thing I could start doing is taking pot shots, and that got me in a lot of trouble last time. <laughs> that is true. It got me in a lot of trouble last time. I say you keep doing it until you come out the other end. <laughs> I don't, I don't That's think going straight. I don't think going straight to the clock tower approach every time is necessarily <laughs> the best option. <laughs> True. Well, I'm not you. You do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah. Also, do keep in mind that if you were to take shots at them, the natural response would be hide indoors in between you that's and true. your crew. Yeah, and that's no good at all. Wait, Jay Lily, how do you always get so separated from everybody in every mission? <laughs> it's the plan. Don't worry it's, about it. It's the plan. <laughs> yeah, it's part of the plan. And personally, as a hound, that's kind of what this playbook is made to kind of do. I'm oh, mostly a sharpshooter yeah. and a tracker. Yeah, here I was thinking you just didn't like us. <laughs> I like well. you guys. I like you guys plenty. Um, Take the shot. Here's, here's a bit of, like, not quite meta thought, but approaching it. Um, if... If they convince the bluecoats to leave and come in themselves, then that might be, in the words of the GM, objectively worse. But it also means then we don't have to deal with, like, the police. The bluecoats. Yeah, that's (laughs) true. Yeah, it might also Um, mean uh, that with no cops there, it presents you an opportunity to get into the building uh, unopposed uh, to deal hmm. with whatever's happening in there. Um, That's... For your that is fair. I think I'm going to let her talk them down. Okay. And I'm going to make sure that Anais and I are at the ready to pretty much assist everybody when they come out. Sounds good. I think that'd be the smartest thing for us to do. So can I offer one other bit of detail here? 
Sure. Would you cons- or at least a question? Would you consider going in after her so that you're in the building with her, or with uh, with both Terabetta and uh, and Glory, Laura Bell, the fairy? I, I would consider that. Okay. I, I bring this up so that we have two options for where we put you when next we come back to your character, which I suspect will be. Yeah, I I'd consider uh, that. Yeah, definitely. Soon. Anyway, back to the lab. Um, you know, you you three. I think. <coughs> Grendel is still in a reverie, mm-hmm. and the uh, the other two of you have no way of getting back into the research room where Gael Srivan is working on his bottled wishes. Mm. What do you do? We have no way of getting well, back in. You can't <laughs> right now, just based on what you have done. You could you could do something to get back into it, but right now the the door is barred, the the window shut and shuttered. Right. I. I think I'm, I'm, I, I get like an angry determination. Mm-hmm. Like where where we where we left off, I was rubbing the bridge of my nose, and Talon was banging on the door. And I think I just mm-hmm. like bring my hand down and then just walk away and go into like the next room, mm. like whatever the closest room is in the lab, like that we haven't yeah. explored yet. Sure. Uh, so there's a room right across the hub from the uh, from the Wish Lab. Um, and this room again is unlocked. Um, the you know it's got some more runes on oh, it. I don't even. Ch- I, I'm, I'm, you don't even care. I've done too many there. lock pick and rolls. Mm-hmm. I fucking kick the door in. Yeah, yeah. I mean the door just swings open. It's not locked or anything. Um, it doesn't make a latch. Um, and this room, this room smells terrible. Um, and that that smell kind of roils out from the room, and I think hits Talon as well. Even Grendel might notice it a little Ugh. bit. Um, oh come on! It's right. So there's light coming from a big pit in the floor, green light, uh, mm-hmm. which is almost filtered as though it's like watery, like there's water uh, refracting the light around a little bit. Mm-hmm. The light is um, cast onto the ceiling, uh, but it's not bright enough for you to make out any other detail in the room, and it all smells terrible. Is there any other like? Any equipment or documents in the room or anything? There are the silhouettes might... of tables with various instruments and stuff like that, but you can't make out any detail because of the nature of the light coming out of it. You, it's not really... Mm. Uh, there's not enough uh, light being cast around to illuminate it in any great detail. All right, I'll, I've got a lantern. I'll light a lantern. Ooh, interesting. Uh, as you light the lantern, it sort of hisses as though the, the gas coming out of there is lightly flammable. Um... Uh, the lantern casts the light, and yeah, it's um, you know, various clockwork instruments and very elaborate uh, magic-looking stuff. I'm imagining uh, microscopes with 15 different lenses and a massive ring, um, and you know, sort of lights and uh, not lights, but like you know, lantern lamps and whatnot that are currently unlit on desks. It's clearly a place where a lot of research is doable, where there are a lot of instruments to facilitate that research. But the centerpiece of the room is this massive mm. pit in the ground. That is glowing green and casting light towards the ceiling. Hmm. So, can I can I try and figure out what what this is or yeah, what for this sure. does? You can, go, you can go to like, the room and figure out and see a little bit more detail about the pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just I'm at this point I'm just like so fucking fed up about with this fucking ghost that I'm like <laughs> okay 
I'm either finding something else valuable or I'm finding something that is going to help me break into that fucking room okay. to kick that ghost's ass. Cool. Um, yeah, so you, you walk into the room and, uh, yeah, they're in the pit. The, so the pit is filled with sort of a green slime, uh, that, a glowing mm. green slime. Um, it's kind of rippling lightly as though it had, as though there were waves uh, in it, although there's no obvious reason that, uh, no, nothing obviously that would have disturbed it. As far as you can tell, the pit itself has nothing moving inside it except for these waves. But you can kind of see suspended in the slime, there are various things like, you know, um, uh, I'm, I'm imagining like a, a handful of bones, like from a from steak or something like that. You know, nothing too, uh, not, nothing too big or too visible. Put it that way. Mm. Uh, and the slime and the uh, big slimy mass kind of undulates softly. What do you do? Mm. <laughs> Can I just like poke it with my cane? Oh, for sure. Uh, you poke it with your cane, and the slime wiggles. It jiggles, and then... Huge thanks, as always, to our executive producer, Lonnie, and to Jesse Spillane, who wrote this song, In a Pasta Life, and our theme, Cityscape Backdrop, that you heard earlier in the episode. You can find more of Jesse's stuff on Free Music Archive and Bandcamp. And once again... Thank you for listening.